0: Everyone. Today is April 3rd, 2022, and this is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu Gi Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week we're going to finish up the Pekora stuff. So, Pekora character um, level cards and dual skills. Also, going to finish up the um, Energy of Giga Rays uh, mini box. Going to talk about some of the notable R's and N's in that box. We have the upcoming news in. April, and of course, the big news that uh, not really, not really um, shocking anymore. So, just a reminder: the Dual Assessment podcast is on everywhere we get your podcast, and also on Roku on Podcast TV. So, March ended for for me, and I think I hit the requisite Legend One. Uh that I need for dual links. Uh got to probably with dynamists again. I just switch up the characters I use in Arc 5 for that. Uh I was also playing the No, I, I don't think I'm I'm playing Dynamists anymore. I'm playing the Railway deck with Annika Boom. That's pretty good. It's easy King of Games deck, but time is of the essence. So did that. I did the core event. I got all three cards. Um I mean, all three copies of all the cards. There's the uh, new dual skills that they have now. So I think I got Yugi's uh, dual skill. But Korra's dual skills is kind of hard to get. The one with the uh, Necrofear getting level 8 fiends. It's actually kind of hard getting level 8 fiends on, on auto-duel and stuff like that. So uh, that's going to take a little bit of time. I think I bought into the box as well, the Giga Race box. So I am pretty much spent all my gems... With incomplete sets of things, I can't. For the railway deck, um, I have that set, but I can't play metal foes just yet. And for um, for the Giga Race box, I do have gandora so that's you know that's part of it. But then I don't have the gadgets, like enough of those gadget monsters. And then also the um, the Clipfort archetype, I do not have um, all the requisite cards to play that. So I'm really holding on to these incomplete sets. My Railway deck is probably the best bet I have going into the KC Cup. So, And I could always play Dynamis, sure. But those are the two decks. I don't have anything uh, more spicy than that. In, in Master Duels, uh, I finished up the NR Rarity Festival. It's still going on, but um, got through that. I think I bought some stuff. Uh, I bought stuff... For a Magician Pendulum deck, but uh, at the same time, um, I am missing stuff from the extra deck. You need a lot of UR stones. That's kind of the the cost-limiting factor in Master Duels, which makes it a bit expensive, is buying stuff for the UR uh, gems. Of course, you can dismantle a lot of your um, UR cards that you don't use, and that might be some way of... Of getting an advantage of dismantling that stuff. So I need to figure that out. This week we're not going to talk about Master Duels. Because there's nothing going on. But I, I think we'll talk about it next week. So this week in esports in Duel Links. Talk about the usual two tournaments. Duel Links Meta Weekly. And uh, Duel Links Lounge Millennium Cup. So starting off the Duel Links Meta Weekly 221. We have a new deck here that just shot into the meta. And I think it will hit the tier list by next week. First place, David McGreed, Determination to Fight uh, Gandora. So, Determination to Fight is one of those new uh, dual skills that we got. I'll talk about them next week because I didn't really prepare for it, but basically what it is, is it's like a it's like a Yugi-themed deck with Gandora. So, we got the new Gandora, Giga Race, um Dragon of Destruction, but this one lets you also play the Gandora X, Dragon of Demolition. So... This is an unobtainable card. And when this is normal or special summoned, destroy monsters, that's, that does not apply because it's going to be in the graveyard. So it doesn't really matter... Um, doesn't really matter how many of these guys... Like, which one you pick, because they're both going to be in the graveyard. Anyways, you get one guy, you send him to the graveyard, and then you can return a card from your hand to your deck or add a gandora monster from your deck so you basically tutor a gandora uh you probably tutor the uh giga rays and then you can normal summon another gandora monster uh this this requires you to run 10 gadget monsters though so that's kind of the requirement of the skill so this deck is full of packages right 30 card deck um you have the gandora package two copies of giga rays gandora dragon of destruction and one regular gandora dragon of destruction so the giga rays is like you have to send two monsters from your hand or field to the graveyard and depending on how many gandora monsters you can destroy or banish all cards on the field so you get to nuke the board pretty much and then you start off with these uh, dark monsters in the graveyard so that makes sense with the Chaos Dragon Levineer, so there's three copies of that card. With the Melody of Awakening Dragon, so basically you're starting off with those cards in the graveyard. There's other uh, components to this deck: three copies of Thunder Dragon. This just is deck disposal for light monsters. You could thin out your deck. Witch of the Black Forest: three copies of this card. You get to tutor a monster with 1500 or less defense. So you could tutor anything you want, but This deck also has three copies of White Princess, which is a hand trap. We'll discuss that later. This is a light zombie. So all these lights and darks work very well with the Chaos Dragon. Now the gadgets are all light monsters. Well, some of them are. Three gold gadgets, three silver gadgets. These are all light monsters. And then you have some earth monsters to fill it out. Green gadget, red gadget, yellow gadget. Adds up to 10. Finally, this this deck includes... A Kite package, two copies of Kite two copies of Megaroid City. Uh, there's a side deck too of your back row cards, but not gonna get into those. This deck also runs like an extra deck component, but I don't think it's be too useful. They do have rank 8, because the Chaos Dragon can get turned into that. Gandora can get turned into that, so all those dragons are level 8. Uh, Hieratic Sun Dragon or of Heliopolis. Uh, Zombie steam, Sanifon, the Sky Prison, all your level 8s. And the gadgets are all level 4, so you could get into rank 4. Abyss Dweller, Gear Gigant X, Malevolent Sin, Diamond Dire Wolf. Those are all examples of cards you can use there. Second place ends Determination to Fight uh, Gandora. Same Gandora deck as, as above. This seems to be the optimal build. Um. It cuts out a copy of Witch of the Black Forest and a Megroid City for 2 Sphere Crebos. Up 4 Hero Monkey, Sense, Low-Level Buster Blader. This deck is making some rounds as the number 2 deck right now. Uh, and it's maxing out on flipping things face down. 3 copies of Book of Moon, 2 Paleo and a Floodgate trapple Otherwise, you run 3 copies of Buster Whelp, 3 copies of Buster Blader, the Destruction Swords Master, 3 copies of Destruction Swords Memories, uh, one each of Destruction Swordsman Fusion and Karma of the Destru- Destruction Swordsman, two Cosmic for the draw sense low level, and one copy of MST. And top four, Yatilla, Sealed Tombs, uh, Abyss Actors. This is your regular Abyss Actor deck, one copy of Superstar, three Millimedonnas, three Wild Hope, one Funky Comedian, two Sassy Rookie, two Abyss King Uh. Abyss Script, Rise of the Abyss King. And, uh... You know, just others cards. uh, Two Archfiend Eccentric, one Storm, three MST, one Book of Moon, one Treacherous Trap Hole. Let's move on to Dueling's Lounge. And there's four separate decks in the top four here as well. So, first place, Spooky, Boogie, Draw Sense, Low Level, Buster, Blader. Uh, Same deck as before, um... They seem to have limited the deck to just the two monsters, the Buster Whelp and the uh, Crimson Kingdom version of Buster Blader. Uh, not much more to say with this deck. Six cards that flip things face down, of course. A really um, control oriented deck. Second place, Norantino Phantom Strategy, Phantom Knights. Phantom Knights are the top deck right now. And this deck is a little spicy because it cuts out all the copies of Kagamucha Knight. So it's just all you got is three. Ancient cloaks, three ragged gloves, and three silent boots. This thing notably runs a copy of Monster Gate, which is a card that just excavates cards. Um, yeah. A lot of milling going on there. Top four, Chris Oliver, Red Eyes Roulette. Red Eyes? Red Eyes is back. They have added consistency of Red Eyes Fang with Chain, thanks to the box, and also the, um... Red Eyes Flare, Metal Dragon, for example. the This deck runs two copies of BLS Envoy of the Beginning because they need warriors, but they also run the Gear Freed Red Irons uh, Red Ice Iron Knight. And top four, Suji Reload uh, Shiranui. Uh, this deck has turned into Reload for some reason. It doesn't run draw since Dark. One Gozuki, two Solitaires, three Samurai Skull, two Spectral Sword, 3 Book of Moon, 3 Ballista Squad, 2 Phoenix Chain, 3 Paleozoic, 1 Floodgate Trouple. That culminates into the Duel Links Meta Power Rankings. Phantom Knights are a Soul Tier 1 deck at third, 33.2, so a third of the decks are going to be Phantom Knights. This is the deck to beat going into the KC Cup, so uh, that's what you need to prepare against. It's pretty good because their Xyz Boxer pretty much sets you up for an OTK. Tier 2, we just have one deck, Buster Blader. Uh we saw how good it is. It's a strong control deck. Uh Phantom Knights are easily countered by uh flipping things face down, as I've noticed. Tier 3 Harpies all the way down to 6.1, Magnet Warriors at 6, Abyss Actors back on the list at 5. Cyber Dragons have been taken off the tier list, notably. I do expect Gandora to make a splash in the KC Cup given uh, the power level of that deck. We may see Gravekeepers. Uh, I don't know about the Jinzo deck. Uh, there's enough quick play traps to make Jinzo not as good, though they do run other cards in the deck to protect him against that. So, the big announcement this week is WCS 2022 is cancelled again. So, uh... I I don't think they specifically said it was because of COVID. I think it was because of the war uh, going on. So uh, I think they just said world events uh, to to keep it simple, to include uh, both things and to, to depress people who are looking forward to going to the event even more. So this is um, third year of cancellation. So I don't know what happens. There's the people that are still from 2019 who like won something in 2019, and they were going to 2020. A lot of stuff overlapped. Uh, I don't know if they'll be able to make this up ever. They'll probably have some kind of digital tournament again. But for those who have been to such events in the past, it, it's it's not the same. And, uh, you know, people are still going to be playing the games. Master Duels is around. There's probably some, some tournament if they're ready for Master Duels. There's, there's something for... Duelings, of course, and then the TCG is its own animal, so I don't know how they're going to get around this, but uh, it has been officially announced that WCS 2022 is cancelled again. Alright, so this week primarily we'll discuss Pekora, the DSOD character, who has a couple of boring uh, level boards, well one of the cards is interesting and a couple of dual skills so let's start off with the level up cards first one is mask of darkness this is not a new card this is a card we got one copy of before so we have a full play set now it's a dark level two fiend flip effect card 900 attack 400 defense flip effect target one trap in your graveyard add that target to your hand so it was never really played um this card might look like it has appeal in stall decks where you're recycling really powerful spells like um, are called, Drowning Mirror Force, stuff like that where you're stalling out your opponent. This helps you recycle a card. Maybe even the Just Desserts card, uh, a powerful trap card for some burn, anything like that, but this is too basically just too slow in in speed tools. Um, you're just there's there's better ways of getting the trap cards back, and you would you know, likely just run three of a trap card for your max consistency in a deck and things like that. So you hope to draw into your your traps on based on having just twenty cards in the deck. The Mask of Darkness is not that useful here, and even so. Uh, we have Odeon's dual skills, which help with the trap cards. like Endless trap hell, things like that, that are much better uh, than wasting a monster slot in getting a trap card from the graveyard when you should have it in the deck. So it's it's very super, superfluous here um, and made not that useful f- uh, from speed duels. Now the other card is a card we have basically already three copies of. It's Dark Ruler, Hades, Dark Level 6, Fiend... Twenty-four fifty sixteen hundred. Cannot be special summoned from the graveyard. Negate the effects of monsters destroyed by battle fiend monsters you control. This card never really saw any play. Um there may have been a hot minute where this card saw some play, but no. Um, there's a better card that does this where they negate effects of cards and even those in the graveyard. It's a water monster, I don't really remember the name of it, but this just negates the effects of cards that you hit um face down um and you know really that's it um they have to be destroyed by battle uh with the fiends uh any active effects still go on so it's basically negating some like flip effects or when it's sent to the graveyard effects things like that but this card never really saw any play um i don't really expect it to either next card we get two copies of limited to how many we get from bakora and that's Zone of the spirit it's a trap continuous trap special summons card in defense as an effect monster a dark zombie level four 1800 attack 500 defense this card if this card is destroyed by battle inflict damage equal to half of the attack of the monster that destroyed it this is an interesting trap monster i think it sees play in trap monster decks it's an 1800-500 stat line. That kind of reminds you for Master Duels of the Eldritch cards. But we're not talking about those cards here. And this is 1800-500 is an offensive threat. It could be something that attacks your life points uh, repeatedly and you have to take care of it. And at that point, you may have you know, lost the duel because you have to take out this guy and he's going to burn your life points. So. This is a card that has to be taken seriously. Your opponent has to deal with it somehow. They'll have to destroy it, and they'll be taking some burn damage. So this is a useful card. Uh, it's level four. That works with uh, certain types of summoning. I don't think XZ's summoning works with trap monsters, but I'm not. It doesn't sound like it would make sense, but I could see this working with like synchro summoning and things like that. So it's a virtual. It's a it's a versatile level four, and it's a card that would supply pressure. And it has to be destroyed. So this could just swing games. Sometimes it's a useful trap monster card. Um, you know the trap monster deck isn't, you know, by any ways a meta deck. But this card is a useful piece that gives it some offense and doesn't burn damage. So it's not a bad card. Now, next card is probably the best card of it all of them all, and probably we'll see some play It's Summoner's Art. Normal spell at a level 5 or higher. Normal monster from your deck to your hand. Very useful card. You could tutor a bunch of stuff. The old cards. Blue Eyes White Dragon. Dark Magician. Red Eyes Black Dragon. Elemental Hero Neos. Any of those normal cards. Now, there's normal Pendulum Monsters now. There's Metal Foes. Like Gold Driver. Metal Foes. um, The other guy. There's Ignites. There's... The Clipfort archetype, which we just saw, so this is a card that's actually useful. It might be it might be the best for the Clipfort archetype because a lot of those guys are level five or six. I forget which 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 level they are, but um, that helps you add them to your hand, and you basically need to summon three of them for their their boss monster. So it's not bad. Um, yeah, Metal Foes. That card. That deck has a lot of potential. So. This is a pretty good card to fill up your deck with. you can just tutor it for anything um like blue eyes you for the alternative dragon, you need a blue eyes in your hand, so this helps with that so this probably will see playing various decks that run normal monsters it's a pretty uh good reason to level up bakora to twenty three asap now bakora also comes with six exclusive dual skills um his generic dual skills, he does have Master of Rights, one of the few that has that. Fiend Farewell, as well as is one of the rarer, um, rare spells. I mean, rarer duel skills. Now his exclusive ones. Building a diorama can be used during a duel when you have Ritual Summon the Ritual Monster, whose original level is 8 or higher. Add a field spell from your deck to your hand, then return one card from your hand to the bottom of the deck. This skill can be used... Uh, If you begin a duel with a deck that contains at least 4 Ritual Monsters and 4 Ritual Spells, the skill can be used once per duel. Uh, Not a great skill. Very situational. You have to have summoned a level 8 Ritual Monster. And then you get a Field Spell. And and all of this could have been skipped if you ran Planet Pathfinder. right? So you just would have tutored the card with Planet Pathfinder. And that would be it. You wouldn't have to have run... You know, four ritual spells and four ritual monsters. So, you know, if you're playing rituals, you might as well play master of rites. Uh, any any other type of skill is is inferior, and it's just just about tr- uh, field spell, which you could just get. Uh, even gravekeepers, you get gravekeepers commandant now. So there's different ways to tutor um, field spells, and this doesn't really make much sense. Double normal summon can be used if your life points decrease by fifteen hundred. Uh, you can summon one normal monster in addition to your normal summoner set. This can be used once per turn. Not a bad skill. Um, It makes one tribute monsters more playable. This is about normal monsters, I believe. Yeah, so uh, you're limited to that, or this is even better for XZ summoning. So you just play two level 4s, two level 3s, whatever. So this is useful for or that regard, now you have to play normal monsters though. So you could build an XE deck around normal monsters, run stuff with unexpected die. Um, honestly, you can get three summons off. You could play unexpected die and then use the skill to play uh, two more monsters. So you could this this makes normal monsters better in a way. You could just run some random dudes who are normal monsters. Or you know you can work with the pendulum summoning metal foes things like that. So this is a good skill for pendulum decks that have normal monsters like metal foes, uh, ignites, clip fort, and then also just a generally decent skill for Xyz summoning. Of course, limiting yourself to normal monsters that limits the effect monsters you could have ran in its place, but. I think it's better for something with those pendulum normal archetypes. Not a bad skull at all. Monster encounter. Send one fiend or zombie non-effect monster from your hand to the graveyard roll. Die two times and play a fiend or zombie non-effect monster this, with a level or rank below from your graveyard based on the result. Two level or rank eight or lower. Three to eleven, which is very common level or rank 4 or lower, and then 12, level or rank 2 or lower. The skill can be used only if you begin a, with a duel with a deck that includes at least one monster and contains no monsters other than fiends or zombies. This can be used once per duel. Confusing skill. Basically, you're tossing a fiend or zombie non-effect, on so a normal fiend or zombie, to the hand to graveyard. You roll some dice, and then you can play a normal fiend or zombie with a level or rank below from your graveyard based on your oh okay i get it so basically you're trying to summon a normal fiend or zombie that's big without tributing and you're gonna get a four most of the time so you're gonna most of the time you're gonna you're gonna get a um, level four guy. So, any of those, like, if you could think of his uh, fiend monsters, Gross Gross of Flood Dreams, Headless Knight, uh, Portrait Secret, Earthbound Spirit, any of those guys are level four fiends. Um, you send it to the graveyard, you roll a dice, and then you get to play it again. So, uh, I don't get the point of this skill if you already had. Double normal summon, right? The monster encounter, like, there's, like, a 1 in 12 chance. 1 in 10 chance you get a level 8. So you could summon a level 8, sh- sure, for free, I guess. But it's a, it's, a, it's a really low chance you do get that. It's even lower than 1 in 10. It's a very low chance. Because the 3 to 11s can get repeated based on the dice rolls, like... You get multiple outcomes of the same nature. So, it's a very low chance you can get this off. Um, The double normal summon ready supplants this because you're already playing normal monsters. So, There's no point in doing this. So, pretty bad skill. Bolt Maniac. If you have five or more fiend or zombies with different names in your deck, you have an improved chance of having a fiend or zombie monster in your starting hand. Cannot special summon. Or activate monster effects until the end of the main phase of your first turn. All right. So what does that mean? So this is a skill. It's kind of like heavy starter. You have improved chances. We don't really know what that means. This could be useful for a deck like Shirinui because Shirinui ran ran very few zombie cards. They ran. Let's see. They have uh, Gozuki. They have Samurai Skull. They have uh, one of the sword guys, the spirit guys. Um, Ooh, I don't remember watching Shirinui is. a problem. <laughs> Let me see. Let me just see a random deck. I see what. Uh... Let's search here. Shirinui. Shirinui is not dead by any means. Like People still play that deck. I'm going to find an, a model deck. Alright, so people... Alright, so people run Gozuki. They run Samurai Skull. They run uh, Shirinui Spectral Sword. Uh, solitaire for sure. Probably like a spirit master now. Spirit master and solitaire, that's like their. No, they run S- Sun Saga. don't run Squire anymore. Yeah. Um. So maybe you could run it in uh, Shiranui. Otherwise, I don't think it's too useful. The, the first. The first turn not being able to use monster effects is fine because they just run a ton of trap cards. So this is for a deck that runs very few monsters, but you have to have at least 5. So that's... Shirinui do pass that test. And they run a lot of trap cards, so they could just punt the first turn and lay down some traps. That's fine for them. So this is a skill for something like that, but I feel the feeling they have better options. Like, they use Draw and Dark on most of the days. Alright, a few more skills left. White Magician's Defensive Spell. And we use the control spellcaster. Roll a die two times and apply the effect based on the result. If you get two, decrease the monster of the defense of all monsters your opponent controls by a thousand. Three to seven, by seven hundred. Eight to eleven, by five hundred. Twelve, by one hundred. This can this can be used once per turn, twice per duel. Not very good. You're basically debuffing enemy defense based on dice rolls, and this is kind of useless because you're trying to just like who is stopped by defense? Like we're not getting stalled out by five thousand attack monsters, right? There's enough effects to get rid of things now to remove things, so not a very useful skill. Finally, White Magician's Shining Shield can be used if you control Spellcaster. Or roll or die two times. Monsters your opponent controls of a level equal or greater to the than the sum of the result cannot attack during your opponent's next turn. This can be used once per duel. You're just stalling for like one turn of not attacking. So I don't really see a point in this one either. This one just isn't very good. So based on Bokora's skills, Double Normal summon is a good skill. Um Occult Maniac could be used in Shirinui, I think, but I think they have better skills. So really just one playable dual skill. He has a pretty good card in Summoner's Art. He has a playable trap monster in Zoma the Spirit. That's basically the end and sum of Bokora, the character. Alright, so basically going to close things out with finishing the energy of Gagare's mini box. I'm just going to go around and look at some of the uh, R's and N's and stuff like that. Uh, But just on the uh, UR's and SR's themselves, we have not seen the Necrofear deck really been powerful, but Eclipse uh, Forts are are hitting king of games already. They're getting win streaks thanks to the Eclipse Fort uh, Fort Skybase. Gandora, as we've discussed, is making a splash, so it's a good idea to get some Gandoras. Uh, Jinjo decks haven't really come onto the scene yet. Necrofear hasn't seen any play. Yeah. Alright, let's move on to the R's and N's. So, uh, Imperial Tombs of Necro Valley is a counter trap. Basically, uh, it's one of those negate and destroy counter traps against all spells, traps, and monster effects. But you do need a Gravekeeper's monster and a Necrovalley on the field. So, uh, this is made easier thanks to Commandant. So, we have, you know, you could just run three copies of Commandant and also a Necro Valley. So, you could just easily get a monster on the board and counter your opponent. I set him up for an OTK in the next turn, too. That's a pretty good card. I would run this in a Necro Valley deck. Gravekeeper Servant is here, but this is just like a mill card. It has nothing to do with Gravekeepers. They just kind of threw it in. There's a lot of uh, Jinzo uh, Esperoba cards going on here. Law of the Cosmos is such a card. Normal spell. Your opponent can set one trap directly from their hand or deck to the spell or trap zone. If they do, you can special summon Jinzo from the deck. So it's kind of like a like a bait here. Otherwise add a Jinzo or a one monster that lists Jinzo in its text from your deck to your hand. So this is like a chicken game, you're just threatening your opponent. For them they can set a trap. Uh for people who don't read it, it's it's going to trick them. Uh but then you're just going to negate the trap with Jinzo. So this is a cool way to special summon Jinzo. But your opponent shouldn't fall for this. Like they should really shouldn't. Uh, the rest of the cards, let's see, Psychic Bounder. This is the upgraded Reflect Bounder. Light, level 4 machine. If this is a normal or special summoned, add Jinzo or a spell or trap with Jinzo from your deck to your hand, when this is attacked by opponent's monster, you can destroy both monsters. Uh, yep, that's it. So this is basically just a tutor for, um, for Jinzo. Like the Reflect Bounder has this ability where it could destroy both monsters. It does not have the added bonus of inflicting burn damage that the Reflect Bounder has. Uh, let's see, Cyber Energy Shock. This is a quick play. If you control Jinzo, target one card in the field, destroy it. If it was a trap, uh, apply these effects. You can negate the effects of one face of card, or Jinzo gains eight hundred attack. So this is a kind of like a removal card, but it's kind of it's kind of dumb because you're hitting a trap card. The, all the bonuses are on trap cards. And with Jinzo on the board, the trap cards don't work anyway. So uh, this is an awkward card. You want to use it for removal of monsters, but then you'll get the added bonus. So this is kind of just a quick play, destroy, which is not the worst thing in the world, but it's definitely situational. The whole archetype situational on Jinzo just being there. Osmo's Channeling. This is a continuous spell. You can send one monster you control that is owned by your opponent to the graveyard. Then special summon a machine from your hand or graveyard. When your opponent draws for their normal draw in their draw phase, while you control Jinzo, you can declare one monster type uh, and one card type. Monster spell or trap. And your opponent draws a card, and then if it's the same card, send this card to the graveyard and draw a card. This is a weird card, but basically it's like an econ take special, so you try to can't take your opponent and then sacrifice their monster for Jinzo. A lot of this stuff is very situational, which makes it not that good. Everlasting Alloy. Quick play. If you control Jinzo, activate one of these effects. All machine monsters you control cannot be destroyed by opponent card effects by the end of this turn. Or, when a card or effect activated that targets a machine monster, you control negate that effect. So this is just a protection. I actually like this card compared to the other ones we've seen for Jinzo. Uh... You're already negating the trap, so you're kind of using these to protect against Book of Moon, for example. Alright, uh, let's see. Legendary Fisherman 3. This is a level 7 Warder Warrior, 2500, 2000. Cannot be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned by tributing one Legendary Fisherman. So that's level 5. When this is special summoned, you can banish all monsters your opponent controls. Also, this card cannot attack this turn, cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects, also unaffected by spells or traps. Once per turn, you can return as many of your opponent's banished cards as possible to the graveyard. If you do, the first battle or effect damage that your opponent takes becomes doubled. This is pretty strong with C Stealth attack, right? But I'm not sure if that card even works with this. I think C Stealth... let's see if it works. Yeah, this does, because Sea Stealth, you can banish a water monster, and then you can special summon it again. So the whole goal is to use this with Sea Stealth attack. Because this is a water warrior, not an aqua or anything that's, you know, like a real water archetype. So you are going to try to run Citadel Will, Sea Stealth, banish this guy, get him back, and pretty much blow up your opponent's board. It's a good boss monster. All right, White Prince... This is a dark level 1 zombie. Zero attack and defense. If this is sent to the graveyard. You can send a Skull Servant. And a Lady in White from your hand or deck to the graveyard. Banish 2 Skull Servants. From the, uh, and discard from the graveyard. Special summon a King of Skull Servants from the deck. It's a pretty strong card. Mass Disposal. You can send this to the graveyard. And then send 2 more cards. So it's 3 disposals in 1 turn. Um, 3 from deck to graveyard. And then you can banish three cards, special summon King of Skull Servants. So, this is a good manipulator of cards. It sends a lot of cards to the graveyard. Uh, and then you can also cheat out the, the King of Skull Servants with 3000 attack straight up right there. White Princess. This is a light level three zombie, 1600 0. This card's name becomes Skull Servant in the graveyard. When it's normal or special summoned, you can send a White Prince from your deck to the graveyard. During either player's turn, you can send this card from your hand or field to the graveyard. All monsters your opponent controls lose attack and defense equal to their own level or rank times 300 until the end of this turn. So this is a new generic hand trap. Uh, You can forget the Skull Servant stuff. Basically, send this card from the hand to the graveyard. Debuff your opponent for 300 each level and rank. So, another way to stop your opponent. This is more of them hitting into a monster and losing though so this is a dangerous card with more white princess we should expect to see um debunks and things like that that protect against hand traps or even monsters that are not affected by other cards so the apoclyph fort sky base comes to base because this is not affected by white princess all right uh the clip for monsters you pretty much just run those cards there's the sacrifice though which is interesting This is an equip spell, equipped to a Klee Moxer. It gains 300 attack and cannot not be destroyed in battle. The equipped Moxer can be treated as two tributes for the tribute summon of a Klee Moxer. If this is sent from the field to the graveyard, you can add one Klee Moxer from your deck to your hand. This is one of those equip cards that's really good and can be played even though it's an equip card. So you basically just need two Klee Moxers, and then you can... Uh, Tribute them for the Sky Skybase, which is pretty much indestructible when it's on the board. And then uh, you pretty much get to recoup a card, because that card gets sent to the graveyard with this Sacrifice. And then you add a monster from your deck to your hand. The other cards, I don't think they're too useful. A Laser Clip. This is a field spell. Normal Summon a monster. Yeah, this is just like a double summon. Clipper launches a trap card. Yeah, not that good. have cephalopod and shell, I guess. I don't know. Um, To play to play the uh, the Clipfort archetype, you need Skybase. You need a lot of copies of Carrier and Scout. That's kind of the limiting factor, for me at least. I don't have enough Scouts. And then the other ones, like Helix, Monolith, Stealth, uh, Disk, you could just run different levels of them. And basically just you know make your pendulum scales work better. That's really the whole point of that. Uh the other there's a lot of repeat cards in this deck I've noticed. Um like a lot of reprint uh cards. So if you're buying this, you're just get a lot of repeats of cards you already have, most likely. That's basically it for the mini box. But yeah, that's it. Uh I'm not gonna talk about master duels because there's nothing new uh there for now. Upcoming news in Duel Links, Casey Cup is starting April 5th to the 17th. Early April, Tour Guide Bingo, new SR Card Emergency Assistance. Mid-April, Aporia event ends, he gets sent to the gate. Mid-April, Duelist Chronicles 5Ds, Three Emperors of Iliaster once again. New York card Dark Highlander, and a new Aporia and Primo Skill. I don't know if it's just me, but we're just focused on those guys like way too much and we're not doing anything new. Mid-April Mission Circuit, Late April A New Character, Late April Obtain Sora Percy most likely as a Legendary Duelist, and Late April Duel mission Research. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Listen and subscribe anywhere your podcast. Check out the podcast and more at the website to dualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me if anything at the at gmail.com. And you can find me at Twitter at Dual Underscore Assessment or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.